0: the word of the lord. lord god is good god is good god is good i know your hearts are ready to receive the word today and and pastor jerry is coming he's ready to bring the word to us today god bless you pastor jerry as you come The word we'll pray first, Father Mighty. We honor you, Father. We give you praise, we give you thanks. Thank you, Lord Father, for the opportunity to be in your presence, the opportunity, Lord, to worship you. And thank you, Lord Father, that your presence is with us. And Father, thank you, Lord, that you will increase, Father, while we decrease. And Lord, we just glorify you and your precious and wonderful name, Jesus. We pray. Amen. 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 So scripture reading is in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 41, verses 8 to 10. Isaiah chapter 41, verses 8 to 10. But you, Israel, my servant Jacob, Whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend. I took you from the ends of the earth, from its furthest corners. I called you. I said, You are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Key verse. So do not fear. For I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So, promises of God. And over the past weeks, months, Pastor Calvin has been preaching. Pastor Jamil has been preaching. And preaching about salvation. Preaching about the importance of that relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when you think of it, there's nothing else that's more important than having that relationship with our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ. And so as I go through, I want you to think of yourself. And really, as Pastor Christie said in the worship, the Word of God. The Word of God is true. And when we believe the Word of God, we stand on His promises that His Word is true. And just the experience of the Holy Spirit in our presence. These are very, very delicate times when we are in the presence of God. And so when we come into the sanctuary, when we gather, we should be mindful and just think of how sensitive these times are. We have prayers out there that are going to the heavens, prayers for healing, prayers for peace. Peace. Prayers for salvation. And so when you think of that, that is where we are. That is the environment we are in. And, And the prayer is that that fire that we talk about, that the Lord will continue to blow his Holy Spirit on the fire, that that fire will continue to grow within us, within our midst, that we will experience more of the works of God. And so just imagine with me. We read that scripture. God says, I am with you. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Five promises he made to us. And so just imagine that you are being sent on a journey. You have to go to a destination. You've never went there before. You don't know what it's like to go there. But as the fear starts to build up in you, on you taking this trip or this journey, you have an individual who is much bigger than you are, much stronger, much more knowledgeable. In fact, this individual is the one who wrote the blueprint for the journey, and comes to you and say, it's okay." Take the journey. Guess what? I will go with you on the journey. And guess what? If you ever need my help, I will actually hold you. See, to be held, you can be held in a number of ways. You can be held with a big hug. Anybody know folks who give that big hug when they just swallow you and it's like, thank you for that hug. I needed that. Like Brother Chuck Melton, whenever he hugs you, you just, he just swallows you. And you say, thank you. And then he speak a word over you when he give you a hug. Those are the things that encourages you. So just imagine, you can be held in a number of ways. You can be held by a hug. You can be held by someone holding your hands. You can be held by someone carrying you. You can be held by someone just walking next to you. And so those are the promises that our Lord has made for us. And so as we go through this message Put yourself in this position and know that you are held by God. Yeah. You are held by God. No matter what the situation is, no matter what the challenges are, you are held by God. And God has made these, made these five promises to us. I am with you. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Held by God. These words which inspire confidence and faith in the mighty God whom we serve, they are promises promises which equip us for any battle or difficult storms we face in life. And I want you to know that we're all going through storms and trials in life. But boy, what confidence it is to know that within this trial, within this storm I'm going through, God is with me. And he promises that he will always be with me. So when we look at the, the scripture, verses 8 and 9, we see that God is really speaking to his children, the Israelites. He said, the children of Jacob, my friend Abraham. So he ta- he's talking about the children of Israel. But we are under the privileges and beneficiaries of, of God through Christ. Ephesians 2 and 19 tell us, we are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. We need these promises because we can become fearful of things happening around us. (laughs) Look around us, right? The things that are happening within our nation, within other nations. Uproars and, and 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 rumors of war and, and it's all there and, and the things that are happening can really fear put fear in all of us. So when we look at those things, um, we can become fearful of these things which have yet to happen. But the, but these promises from God can help us to overcome with confidence through any trials and tribulations that we go through. The first one is. I am with you. The first, the first promise is about God's presence. It says, do not fear, for I am with you. The, there are several verses in the Bible that reminds us of that. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 20. Jesus said, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. In John chapter 14 and verse 18, Jesus also says, I will not leave you as offerings; I will come to you. And then Paul said in Romans chapter 8 and verse 31, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Held by God. We are never alone because God is always with us. God is with us. As we worship him this morning, he is with us. His presence is here. He is with us and watches over us as we go to sleep. God is with us, and He whether whether we are working, whether we are witnessing, whether we are servicing, whatever we are doing, God is with us. When we have to go to a doctor for doctor appointment, God is with us. Or the hospital, he is with us. The Lord is with you wherever you go. It means wherever you go, your God is with you. And not just that. as I, Wherever I go and God is with me, he promises that he will never leave me nor forsake me. Held by God. Whatever difficulties you're going through, he is with you. When you are happy, God is with you. When you sleep, he is with you, watching your dreams. He's not only with you, but he loves you just the way you are. There's no place on this earth where God cannot be with us. What assurance that no matter what I am going through, no matter how I feel as if I'm alone in this, God is with me. And when we understand that, who God is, the creator of all things, the one who controls all things, the one who made all things, who made everything exist through him, he is with me. What confidence. What confidence. The Bible talks about the fact that God's presence is everywhere. The wicked cannot hide from him. They can't do things in the dark and not be seen by him who sees everything everywhere. Psalms 33, verses 13 and 14 says, From the heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who lives on earth. Psalm 139, 7 to 12 Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day. For darkness is as light to you. No matter where I'm at. No matter what pain I'm going through. No matter how heavy the burden is. God. And I am held by him. When you think of it, and, 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 and you say to yourself, I've done everything I know to do. I've, I've reached out to where I know to reach out to. But the one thing I'm missing is that, who is with me? Just reach out to God and his word His promises, I am held by God. But when we talk about God's presence, when he says, I am with you, we're not talking about general sense of him being present everywhere. We are rather talking about the fact that God is with us personally. Not only that he can see us, but that he is on our side. It is in this sense that he is with us. God is with us despite difficult circumstances. He is with us through the fierce storms of life. He is with us through the testing fire. He is with us when things are going well for us. He is with us when things are tough. God is always with us, held by God. Another promise is, I am your God. Verse verse 10 and 41 says, be not dismayed, for I am your God. Or as another translation states, do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. God relates to his people in a most special way. As I said earlier in verses 8 and 9 of Isaiah, we read that God calls his people, his servants, his chosen one. He has called them from the farthest parts of the earth. This applies first to Israel, whom God called out of the other nations, but it also applies to us. And I will say this one more time, another scripture to reemphasize that God is with us. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13, it says, but now in Christ, Jesus whom once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So, as believers, our God is with us. He's with us. He says, I am your God. Because He is our God, we should keep our eyes fixed on Him. God's promise gives us a reason not to look anxiously around us, which is very easy to do in this current state. When we look at the world condition around us, it's real easy to get anxious. Because he is our God, we do not need to look anxiously about all that is happening, but can rest in the confidence that God is in control and is watching over us, and everything that happens, God has control over it. That is the attitude we really want to have. So know that no matter what happens, no matter what challenges I go through, I know that God is in control. And if He's in control, I can put my full trust in Him because I'm being held by Him, held by God. Amen. Hallelujah. God says, I am with you. I am your God, and I will strengthen you. So think of the progression of whatever your challenges are that you know within yourself or with somebody else. The challenges and the encouragement to know that as I go through these challenges, God says how he will bring me through this. He says, I will strengthen you. The burden is heavy, and the load is is, is strong, but he's saying, I will strengthen you. Strengthen you to take you through whatever you need to go through. Believe that God is with us. The word here, strengthen, basically means to be courageous, of good courage, steadfastly minded, strong, stronger, and also to make strong. So he gives us the strength to make it through, to make it through day by day, to make it through the trials and the challenges, to make it through that mountain that we see in front of us. God gives us the strength to continue to push on and push through because he is with us. And when we believe that, the strength is now renewed in us to continue moving forward. When God strengthens us, he makes us courageous. In other words, he gives us the strength to face our battles. He makes us courageous in all of those situations. Take, for example, the apostles. When Jesus was on the cross and they saw that Jesus was crucified, they all fled. They were, they were fearful. But something happened. After they were in the upper room. And the presence of the Holy Spirit showed up. And when the Holy Spirit showed up, they became filled of the Spirit. And as they became filled of the Spirit, something happened within them that gave them the courage to go out and they faced all the obstacles that were in their way. And they proclaimed the gospel and they saw a mass conversion of people being saved because they were filled of the Spirit filled with the strength of God and so I don't know where you are but if you're feeling weak and you're feeling full of fear Just call on the Lord and ask him to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And he will give you the strength where you become a completely different person. The things you used to be afraid of, you're no longer afraid of. The places you were afraid to go, you're no longer afraid to go there. You will now speak up and do those things that the Lord has put in your heart to do because he's given you the strength and removed the fear. Why? Because we are held by God. Held by God. As followers of Christ, we are strengthened through the presence and work of the Holy Spirit. This is what Paul said in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 16. He prayed this. When Paul prayed, he said, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being. That is what he meant. The strength. To do those things that you've always thought about. And during the praise and worship, the word faith was mentioned over and over and over. That is the strength. To now take the step of faith that has been that I've been fearful to do, the Lord has given me the strength and the courage to do it. God is with us, not just in a general strength, general sense, but He is within us as the one who strengthens us. He gives us the courage to stand up in the battle. So whatever hardship you're facing, you can find strength as you study the word of God. It's all in the word. Even though the scriptures were written thousands of years ago, they can give you the comfort and counsel you need to overcome the challenges of today. When God calls you to be free from fear, As you go out to do evangelism, to share his gospel, he will give you the strength to go out and tell someone Jesus loves you. Go to that neighbor and say, neighbor, I want to invite you to church today. Have a conversation with your neighbor, just tell them that Jesus loves you. That is, those are the things that you always wanted to say, always wanted to do. But when the Spirit takes over, you just go and you say it. He gives you the right time to say it. Strength. As you take a test, for the younger folks, as you have to take tests, he gives you the strength. As you have to face an interview for a new job, he gives you the strength. If you have to take a stand against an unjust business practice, he gives you the strength to speak up at the right time to say, that is not right, this is not right, I'm uncomfortable with this. He gives you the strength. As you confront someone with sin in their life, he will give you the strength to do that. When you have when you have to leave a secure position to take a risk and a new venture, he gives you the strength to do that. When you face an operation or a treatment, he gives you the strength. To do that. And as Dave is going through his treatment right now, may the Lord strengthen him through this that he can come through this with victory, with a testimony of how God can restore and heal and give new life. When God calls you to be free from fear, to overcome the natural emotions and have peace, He does, he does not leave you with a command and just go away. He is there with us. Through every trial, He is with us. Fear not, God is with you. Fear not, God is your God. Fear not, God will strengthen you. Fear not, God will help you. Fear not, God will uphold you. Five promises. The other promise is, I will help you. Promises of God. I will help you. God helps us. Really, so we won't think that he equips us for battle and just leave us alone. But no, he's there with us. God doesn't just make us courageous, sends us out for battle and then everything we need and just watches over us no he is there with us he's in the battle with us and as we move forward this requires faith as we move forward in the promises of god an example of this was during the the exodus when Moses was bringing the people out of egypt and As they were coming out of Egypt, Moses was at the Red Sea. So here you have open sea and Pharaoh's army coming behind. Moses was told to go and bring the people out of Egypt. He did not have all of the instructions, step one, step two, step three, step four, everything, but go and bring the people out of Egypt. And so in faith... He followed God's command. And as he was at the point where the army was coming, Moses was at a standstill, and the people were coming up against him and asking, you should, you should let us stay in Egypt. Now you, bring us, we, you brought us here to, to die. But then there's something God said. God came to the help, the aid of Moses. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 16 says, raise your staff and stretch out your hand, over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. When Moses needed God, God was there. When you need God, God is with you. When you call out to God and say, Lord, help me, he is there with you. And he answers, So we too need to walk by faith. And when we are stuck, it is to the Lord to whom we must look. He is the one who helps us because he is with us wherever we are. Just call on the name of Jesus. And then he said, after I help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So imagine that you are going through and he promised that I am with you. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. He's helping me, but somehow I may Start to slip or get weak, what does he do? He grasped me, he said, "I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The promises god 's promises and this sounds wonderfully personal. See how personal this is to know that my God is so personal that he But uphold me with his righteous right hand. The whole world can be I can be neglected by the whole world, but I know that my God will never leave me, will not forsake me, never leave me. Unfortunately, many people think that God either does not exist, atheist, or that if he does exist, we wouldn't be able to know him, agnostics. But the truth is, God has revealed himself to us in his word, that he is both independent of creation, he is self-existing and does not depend on the creation, but he is within us, at work within us. Everything we do, God is at work in us. What assurance. What assurance to know that I am not in this alone and my God is with me. So take the time today to acknowledge and admire our God, who is so big that he creates everything, but yet small enough where he can be right next to us, abiding with us. So as you worship and adore him, who is glorious above all things, and he is within us. God is with you. And I will say this again, not in the general sense, but in the specific sense, in which God is by our side. He is your God. It is him we must obey and fear, not people or circumstances. He will strengthen you, give you courage, and make you strong. He will help you, give you divine help right when it's needed. He will uphold you to keep you from falling. This gives us great assurance that in the middle of this storm we are in, God is not only above us and seeing what is happening, he is with us in the storm. He's not looking down, and, but he is with us. And the storm. So I just want to encourage you. Whatever, whatever you are going through, whatever mountains you are facing, just know that God, who created all of that, is with you. He is with you. And so there's a a hymnal is some words of a song. It says, I've seen the lightning flashing. I was trying to find out who wrote this song, but it's, it's anonymous. There's no author. But if this was Pastor Calvin, he would sing it, but I won't, I, I, I won't take the chance and sing it to you. But it says, I've seen the lightning flashing and heard the thunder roll. I've felt since breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. I've heard the voice of Jesus telling me still to fight on. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. And those who know the song, you know you got how it goes. Never, no, never alone. No, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. No, never alone. No, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. If you really follow those words, no matter what, he promised never to leave us alone. He's always with us. Through the trials, challenges, he's always with us. As always in the Bible, there are reasons for the commands that God gives. He gave, he gave the commands... And commands don't hang in the air with no basis in reality. If God commands us to do something, there's a good reason to do it. And power comes from understanding and believing those reasons. Held by God. It's amazing when you do read the scripture. If you truly understand it should be more like your eyes are being opened and you now see the benefits that you have with God. It's almost as if you have a contract. The contract has a number of benefits in there. But until you read the contract and really see that all of these privileges are mine within this contract, you would never know. But when you do understand that from the contract, the things that I was worried about, the things that I was stressing myself over, is all covered within the contract. If only I had known that. And so I want to encourage you that when you do understand the promises of God, when you are challenged, and when you're going through the trials, and you're going through the tribulations, and you feel as if you're all alone in this, just know that God has made a promise He says, I am with you. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And so when you understand that, now I understand what Paul was saying when he says, I keep my eyes on the prize. The reason why he kept his eyes on the prize, because he realized that if I keep my eyes on the prize, then I know that all the promises that God has made will be fulfilled in my life. And so if my eyes are on the prize, no matter what the challenges are, the circumstances, I'm looking at the prize, and all the distractions around me cannot pull me to the left or pull me to the right. I keep my eyes forward because my eyes are on the prize. And it's amazing when you keep your eyes on the prize, all of the distractions that are underneath, you won't see those things because you're not focused on those. You're focusing on the higher call, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so when you think of it, it's almost like the contract. I didn't realize that within the contract, all of these things were included. And so when you think of our Lord and Savior, there are blessings that he has for us that we need to realize that God has promised that I will give these things to you. There are blessings of peace that I can receive from my Lord when I do reach out to him. There are blessings of healing that I can receive when I reach out to my God. There are blessings of deliverance that I can receive when I reach out to my God. Oh, and the Lord, he says, I will strengthen you. When you think of strengthening, oh, he's given me the strength to continue moving forward and focusing on the prize. When no one is willing to go with me, I continue to move forward because he has strengthened me through him to continue moving forward. He has strengthened me to break off the chains that has been holding me back. Those strongholds, he's given me the strength to break off from those. Strength to realize that God has greater things for me. And when I think of the greater things, I start to get discouraged. But then his strength renews me, and I realize that there are dreams that the Lord has put in my heart. I need to go pull up those dreams, dust those dreams off, and move forward and do the things that God has called me to do because he's given me the strength to do it. He's given me the strength to live a full life in him and to overcome those things that has held me back. This is what God does do for us when we are held by him, held by God. <clears throat> God is with me. He is my God. He will strengthen me. He will help me. And he will uphold me with his righteous right hand. With assurance. What assurance. And I just want to say that for those of you who need a touch from God, who want to be encouraged to know that he is with you, And in through all of these challenges, he will strengthen me through it. And so, as we do worship him, I really want you to think within yourself. And this is a special invitation for for those who have been debating, you've been questioning, I want you to know that our God will keep you. Our God will hold you. And this is an open invitation. If you have not received the Lord as your Savior, I want you to do it today. Today is the day. Receive the Lord as your Savior. And if you have been challenged, you feel as if you're all alone in this, just know that that relationship with the Lord is the assurance of the promises that he made in Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10. Promises. Promises. And so, as we do close, I want you to come to the altar. And bring all of your burden, bring all of your pain, bring all of your challenges to the altar. And the altar workers, please come. Pray with individuals. Touch someone believing that this mountain that I'm facing, that God will give me the strength to overcome.